Hey, uh, what's up? We are a podcast. Um, I already don't like the way this is going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, uh, we're round two. We had dogs barking, so we are starting over again. Uh, we're podcast recovered AF, uh, Kyle and Aaron. Um, yeah, Aaron, why don't you give us a disclaimer? Okay, here's the disclaimer. We're not affiliated with any 12-step groups in any way. We don't represent such 12-step groups. Those 12-step groups don't have any representatives, and if they did, they wouldn't have a couple of chuckleheads like Kyle and I representing them. What Kyle and I represent are <laughs> two dudes that just wanted to start a podcast. There we go. I don't know what I represent. Myself, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> nice. We have absolutely nothing to talk about tonight. Yeah, it that's is. right. We, uh, we made an agreement that we were going to do two podcasts a week and uh, put out content we have one. Normally, we do them both, right? And yeah, then, on the weekend. And then, and then we just release one midweek. But uh, we didn't do that because I rushed home so that I could go <laughs> golfing <laughs> to I, then get bailed on. How'd that work out? Yeah, I got bailed on, dude. Cool. Yeah, so um, we rushed home and did that. And then you and I got to enjoy Sunday and Monday not doing anything. Oh, I did something on Sunday, all right. What do you I do? would disagree. Oh, yeah, dude. You yeah. fucking completed a triathlon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, and then Monday, I just laid around and was and was sore. You have a, a participation medal over there. That's right. I'm definitely... Um, I love that you have it hanging over your fireplace. Uh, yeah. For, right in the for, living room for everyone to see. That's my supported wife has put it there. She did that or did you do that? <laughs> I didn't stop her from doing <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> and then she also um, bragged about me. It's like, um, you know, that part on, here we go with the movie references again, where Dumb and Dumber, where he tells him to go <laughs> brag about him so he doesn't have to talk himself up. Yeah. It's like that with Amber around. Did she? She bragged about me on Facebook so I didn't have to talk myself up. That, that's cool. Yeah. And she then she hashtagged the podcast too. She hashtag recovered AF. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Did anyone say anything about it? Mm, about they, the podcast? No. Yeah. No. About, no. Just about I how got a lot of, yeah. Mm-hmm. How yeah, did that feel? Mm. <laughs> Pretty good. All ego. Yeah. I really love that the medal's up in your living room. <laughs> I really like that. And my number. Yeah, 48. Hey, man. You did pretty good, though, huh? Yeah, 11 out of 17, so I'd say pretty damn good. In your age group. That's right. But overall, you got like fucking 55th out of 130 or something? Yeah, something like that. That's pretty good, dude, for your first ever one. Yeah. You're uh, doing the thing. Um, The swimming was the best part. Yeah, you got third in your age group. Yeah. Look at me, dude. I know all your stats. Yeah, you do. We got to train your transitions all summer. Yeah, that's right. We'll I'm start waking up go, at 5 a.m. to do it. I'm just going to go to Gold's and just start swimming in the laps in the morning. The just bike. run out, <laughs> jump on my bike, have it parked inside, <laughs> just fucking take off through the gym on a bike like we'll, an idiot. Uh, we'll, wield up, uh, we'll wheel in one of those um, fucking big ass, you know what I'm talking about. Nope. What are they called? I don't know. Uh, rogue bikes. Oh, yeah. The fucking... Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll just put one of those in the pool. Okay. Then you can just go from pool yeah. to that, pool yeah. to that. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. We're going to get you to number one. Let's get there. I, I'm going to have to shave quite a bit of time off a pretty short race to yeah. get to number one. Well... Those people aren't fucking around. I'll be your coach. Okay. So we're going to improve. Okay. That'll, yeah. that'll work out fine. <laughs> yeah. But everybody that does triathlon, like the Sirius has a coach. And I was like, I don't know if they need a coach or just because it sucks getting up and working out every morning and they need somebody to 
be accountable to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That makes sense. It's a lot easier to do anything when you have someone that you're accountable to. Yeah. Makes sense. Just getting up and swimming isn't much fun. I did. Fuck no, dude. Swimming sucks. You suck. It's the worst. Yeah, it's not very much fun. You're good at it, though, so it's cool. It's pretty monotonous. Do you just freestyle, or what is it? Yeah. Can you... (laughs) <laughs> and, and when I was a, when I was a when I was a com- competitor, um, I swam the butterfly. My I love. I was just gonna. I uh, my buddy was a swimmer. He was a pretty good swimmer, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> he was such a tool. He would. Uh, we'd go to the lake when we were like partying and stuff, and he would. Uh, he would just jump off the boat and butterfly swim around the, like in the <laughs> lake just yeah. and it, i just always get a kick out of just it just to show off yeah and then he'd like come out and like get back on the boat all posed out like yeah, yeah i just fucking killed that i'm like dude no one thought that was cool <laughs> sounds about right <laughs> i i thought it was sort of cool just now though. so you were a, a swimmer how'd that yeah, go that's right mm, it was pretty cool. you were pretty good right mm, not great you were like average yeah mm, are you being generous or no i was um 11th at state my junior year and ninth my senior year out of how many mm, well just in that event so i don't know how many make how many qualify i don't know well, anyways yeah, yeah i'm not sure that's cool it's like i don't know 30 guys maybe qualify for state and then from top 30 guys, dude top 30 percent bro yeah um, excel um, but mostly I decided to swim that event because um, <coughs> the guy that swam it on our team fell off a porch in the off season. He may or may not have been drinking and tore his ACL. Was he uh, your friend? Mm, no, but we know each other from like childhood. Oh. Um, but anyway, and then um, so we didn't have anybody to swim that. So I was like, not. I was like, well, I'll do it because if nobody else is willing to do it, I'm going to get whatever points I can so that I can try and let her. So it was super self-serving motives. And you lettered? No. (laughs) How do you letter in swimming? You have to have a certain amount of points. How do you get points? By placing. In in events throughout the year? Yeah. So like first place is six points. And how many points did you need? I don't remember. That's interesting. More than I got. Does swimming have like a varsity team? You couldn't just show up and letter. It wasn't like soccer where everybody on the team lettered. Well, no, like in, <laughs> in guys' soccer, you actually had to play varsity oh, to, to let her. But wow. I don't know about women's soccer, but. Um, what? No, was there, there was like no a, varsity. there's no varsity we don't, we don't in JV? Enough, we don't have enough people. There's just a team? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't really have to, we don't have to be selective. Was there diving when you were in school? Yeah. Yeah. Did, you didn't want to do that? Um, no, that. That looks like way more fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that wasn't, we had some really good divers, I don't know, I was going to speak poorly of them, you know, for being pussies, but they were actually pretty good swimmers too, and so, (laughs) plus they were way better at what they did than I was at what I did, so, (laughs) I can't really, yeah, I got nothing. All right. Yeah. That's cool. We should talk about something else for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think any (laughs) We're turning this into a swimming podcast. (laughs) Explain to me how to do the butterfly. (laughs) Everybody was like, yeah, you fucking people don't have anything to talk about. All right. Stop. Yeah. Kyle's going to buy a new truck. I'm I'm not. Kyle's pretty much already bought a new truck. (laughs) No, I haven't. What kind of truck is it? I haven't bought one. I'm too afraid. Oh, okay. I don't want to make a financial decision yeah 
I still get riddled with financial fear. Yeah. So I, uh, even though I don't, I, even though logically I think I could probably afford it without any problems. Yeah. I just am like, well, I have a wedding to pay for and I have, uh, like what if something happened to my house and, uh, so for our English-speaking listeners, just go ahead and email the show and encourage Kyle to go ahead and buy that track. English-speaking? Yeah, dude. We got some listeners down in South America. Yeah, I don't know what the hell going on. We got a lot, though. Muy bien. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> Mucho. <laughs> that's a lot, right? Um, no. No, that's, well, and much, I think. Is yeah. That, anyway. Yeah. So This is off to a pretty good start. We're nine minutes in, at least. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> yeah. Sweating profusely now. But, um, yeah, so. We're going to have Jason on yeah. uh, on Sunday night. On so, Sunday evening. Yeah, he's got to work all weekend, so we can't get him on until Sunday night. So, But that'll be cool. That's uh, anybody, anybody that's listened to any or all of the podcast, that's our uh, former underwear model and all-around good guy. Hell of a man. Yeah. All-around model American. That should be good. Yeah. I, uh. I've heard him speak. Yeah. And so I I at least know a little bit about him. I've heard him whisper sweet nothings in your ear. Some of our guests, <laughs> I don't know anything. Nothing. <laughs> 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 no. So, some of our guests, I um, I don't know. Yeah. And so those are really interesting because uh, I'm just asking questions yeah. and learning, you know, like like Vanessa's for me was yeah. that way because I've... I've met her one time before Mm -hmm. and so i was able to and like candace was really interesting Mm, those ones are easy to stay engaged in yeah just because like i don't know shit and i don't know them and so everything is a brand new learning experience so but jason's is good and i don't know i've heard him speak but i think he does a hell of a lot more than i'm aware of so i think that's cool and he's killing it he's doing the thing he's working with guys and having good success and so he's part of our wednesday night thing that doesn't exist anymore so yeah it's summertime, man. We got we got shit going on. That sounds like a cop out. Yep. Um, I was there, but <laughs> <laughs> you man, got nothing. <laughs> no, I'm half brain dead. Yeah, you just gonna, worked a long day, dude. Not really. Pretty short one, really. Yeah. Maybe I just need that caffeine to kick in. I did have a diet coke. Yeah. So my parents are disappointed. <laughs> Anyways. So what's what's going on, dude? What do we want to talk about? Well, the only thing I was thinking about, like, because this is, we talk about the 12 steps and our own recovery, and there are times when I'm, like, uh, super seeking, and I'm, like, really into, like, listening to a lot of books and spiritual books, and, like, all right, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm maybe in sort of a seeking or growth period or wanting to grow or attain information period. And then there's other times where I'm not doing any of those things and I'm just sort of living. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely in one of those living phases. I don't know if you go through or if the people that are listening go through where they're like, you know, go through those hungry phases where they're like, yeah, let me progress and go. And then other times they're like, I'm just showing up and doing whatever the hell the day has planned for me. You yeah. Know what I'm talking about, do you go through phases? Uh, I've been in the in a good phase of that for a while, but I'm... I am, uh, God, I don't want to, I, yeah. What? <laughs> I, I am kind of wanting that. Wanting what? To, um. Not seek? Yeah. Yeah. Like, to be okay with the day-to-day. Yeah. 
my uh, my sponsor and I, we talk, we we meet regularly and we talk a lot about um just what's going on and I usually am very uh I'm a seeker as well. I'm trying to read new shit and learn all of this and blah 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 and like um I don't know over the last few months I've just kind of been okay with what's going on and um that almost goes against like what what we talk about in a 12 step realm right. of like you have to continue to seek but um right. I actually like I'm still seeking, you know, I still do 11 step prayer and meditation in the morning and stuff, but then like I'm not like on this thing where I got to do more and I got to get better and I got to be the guru and all of this. I'm kind of just like finding my groove in life and it's kind of nice. Yeah, I did that, man, the last time because I had been through the work and had the experience. But then I was sort of like being a hamster wheel. And again, not to this is why we don't represent anybody. Yeah. Uh, because we're just sharing our experience. But uh, for me, it was like a lot being on a hamster wheel and just always needing more. And at some point, it's like it's a de- destination I'll never arrive at. Mm-hmm. And so. It's a lot easier when my life is full of shit, though. I mean, I don't really have time to do a lot of extra stuff when it's like, you know, like just specifically that race was coming up, and it was like all I was that was pretty much taking the majority of my focus. Yeah. And then after it got over, I went into a nice relaxed state. I don't do much relaxing anymore, mm-hmm. so it was a little weird. Yeah, I think there's a fine balance of like, I mean. I mean, you you know, I do, you know me, I do quite a bit of stuff, but um, I don't have to uh, always be, like, I'm okay with just being some, you know, like I was kind of talking about that the other night, like I'm okay with just kind of being and like, oh yeah, like this is kind of what my life looks like and that's okay, like my, my sponsor, he always jokes that like, uh, is he the hole in the hole in the donut, which is a reference to some of our literature that talks about like going into to nothing, you know? Yes. And and, and like that's a bad thing, but he kind of jokes like, oh yeah, that's kind of okay. Like it's like, oh yeah, like it's okay to just be, and I don't have to be like the fucking number one guy doing this, and I don't have to be the all knowing person about this, and I don't have to. I can just kind of like, yes, be. I don't know. If that makes sense. It does when I talk to him, though. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't have to be... A lot of my seeking, I think, sometimes is self-seeking, even though I'm not aware of it at the time. Unless my goal is world domination, then that attitude's not going to work. Right. Yeah. Or if I'm like, mm, Kyle and I have been podcasting for, what is it, since March? Yeah, March, mid March, I think. So like three months now. And we don't have the number one podcast in the world. So what the fuck? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like what do I have to do to um, manifest that in this life? Right. Just try harder. Yeah. Dig my heels in, or don't do any of that. Grind. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know. I guess that's the other side of the thing about not seeking too is like I haven't really. Mm, the more I have a um, trust in. Um something greater than me then the less I really have to do that because I'm like oh yeah it's all good yeah like um exactly so like I don't mean to keep talking about this stupid thing but like I had a couple of mishaps I'd gone down 
listen to some podcasts around that, and they said to go down there and check out the race route and get familiarize yourself with it and just sort of plan out everything for your day. But then you're listening to books like by Jocko, and he's talking about, like, shit will go wrong. Just expect shit to go wrong and, mm-hmm. like, have a contingency plan and stuff like that. And so, uh, but anyway, yeah, I w- went down there and done all of that and planned all of this and then missed my turn and was a little bit later getting out than I would have liked to anyway and then had some equipment malfunctions. And it seems like... um it's, this isn't like about the event itself, but my reaction to those things as a result of understanding today that everything's going to be all right is like the old me would have, as soon as this thing started to happen, been absolutely gripped with fear immediately. And then what happened since Amber was with me is I just start fucking bitching at her and I start taking that fear out and into an anger and directing it towards her. Mm. And like the cool thing about my, um, the way I get to experience life today is that none of that happened. We were just like, oh, we just sort of laughed about it based on a past event. And then my equipment broke and I got out and I fixed it really quick and it was all right and it wasn't a big thing. And uh, I didn't have to be an asshole to anybody because really that's what happens is right. when, when I when 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 fear hits me, it's just I take it out on other people, usually in anger. Right. Yeah. So uh, it's just weird the way that that um, I guess really I do. We talk about a trust in or reliance upon God a lot, and I used to talk about it a lot, but then it was all still me running a lot of the show and a mm-hmm. lot of self-sufficiency, even in the program. And now it's like, oh, well, it's all right. It'll be whatever it is. I mean, even if it's the worst thing that can happen, it's going to be all right, even if I <laughs> miss the... Whatever, then that's just what it is. Right. So that's... Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does, yeah. I think um, for I have a... Uh, for me, like a lot of the way I've lived my whole life is still like um, <clears throat> driven by self. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got to do this. Like, like for example, for me, like at work or whatever, right? Like I, uh, I, I wanted to be the best and the top guy. And so like I fucking work harder than anything. And, uh, you know, and then, and recently, like I've just been going through this thing where it's like, oh yeah, man, like I think. I just have to show up and I cause less chaos when I just show up. You know what I mean? Like less whirlwind goes on around me when I just like show up and just do my thing. And I'm not like being driven by self-seeking behavior or whatever. Like, and the results still come and like, I have a hard time balancing that because I'm like, well, that's the thing that got me to where I am today is like, I'm hardworking and I'm motivated and I'm dedicated and I will work longer than anyone and I'll work on the weekends and I'll, you know, and then um, what I found is sometimes that just causes more chaos. Yeah. And I can, and like, same thing, like in a race, right? Like, oh, you could freak out and fucking cause more chaos or just be like, oh, yeah, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And, and then the end result happens. Yeah. Cause the way that goes the other way, the other way is like, you know, so many times, poor Amber's been the brunt of my <laughs> shit. But, like, you know, in the past, it turns out to be something fun where she's down there to support me and all of these things. And and then it turns out into her feelings because I'm absolutely full of fear and have mm. no way of dealing with it and basically take that fear out on her. Yeah. So Like, get tight at exactly the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. And not really as much anymore, but still sometimes. And Megan has been in the same boat, I think, where she, like, almost is anticipating a little bit of 
chaos and me being kind of distant and like quiet and frustrated and like and then she thinks I'm not having any fun and 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 like we went to that concert and she she thought I wasn't having fun and it was like no I promise I am like I'm just taking it in and just being a part of it and not not full of fear but like just I don't know how to describe it but like she almost anticipates oh, yeah. me kind of blowing it up yes which sucks yeah we've had, yeah we've had, I'm like, fuck. yeah we have that whole my dynamic yeah. my years years of this kind of behavior has turned poor Amber into a nervous Nelly and sometimes I have to realize that like you know Amber it's like you know you're you're allowed to like tell me to get fucked mm-hmm. you know like yeah. you're allowed to point it out to me and you're allowed to say hey it's not okay to you know to speak to me like this or you know deal with your shit or whatever the thing is and, absolutely um now <laughs> i'm such an asshole in the moment i think she's probably still pretty hesitant but it was almost like um i don't know yeah it's it's not cool the effect that I, you know, we have on people, especially over the long term. Yeah. Or in, even in your case, in the short term, like it doesn't take long of people feeding, feeding off our emotional instability to cause harm and cause a, then another reaction in them. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I it's, I, it's almost like Megan uh, has been traumatized by like the walmart experience and then like expects that to happen and and you know that's not the only time it's happened where i've kind of been like losing my mind and and i think one thing that's cool that her and i are learning is like if she's going through something i can still be okay which is a foreign concept to me because like for a long time it's like well if megan's going through something then we're going through something and if she's bummed then i'm bummed and if she's stressed then i'm stressed oh yeah and like we don't we don't really do that as much anymore. It's like Megan goes and has fun and and if she's having a rough time, like I'm sympathetic and I understand, but I also have, it doesn't have to drive yeah, like take your yeah. Like de- destroy the whole day and then yes. I'm just fucked too, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like I think that actually makes it worse when Yes. When I just get involved in that too, or yes. she gets involved in my shit. So there's like the self-seeking part of me that just wants to make everything okay all the time. And yeah. so like when she's going through something, it's just like, what's the thing for me is I just want to fix it. Not to help her, not to like, right. But because it's uncomfortable for me. Right. I don't like being uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Like the, the, the unselfish thing to do is just allow her to be whatever the hell she is mm-hmm. and then not to react to that. Yeah. You know, like, uh, Cause you know, just like we were talking about when we're, when we're in that thing and then we cause a reaction in the other one, likewise that happens. And so like my first reaction is to get defensive if something's going on with mm-hmm. her and, and then I'm just like, this is cuckoo. Yeah. Like I just have to like allow her to be whatever the, where, where she is like, Yeah, and listen. And what a, who would have thought that too? Cause I'm just like a fixer by nature. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and usually, like you said, for me, it's, it's similar, like with anyone that's going on, it's like, Oh yeah, I need to fix this. Cause I, it's causing me discomfort. Right. And like, I know it's, and like today, the, the only time that I'll intervene is when Megan has done a really good job. Like she was talking on her podcast of like, she'll let me know like, Hey, I need your help here. Yeah. And then what's cool is I also, am okay with helping her because I want to help her and I my self-seeking motives aren't as much anymore with her you know what I mean like I genuinely genuinely want to help her when she needs help and I'm getting much more comfortable being like 
she she's she's just going through something and i i just need to love her anyways yeah i think that's just i mean i'm I think it was my first sponsor used to talk about using the analogy of like putting in a new processor in our system and mm. like we've been running on the old one for so long and then we we're just put this new one in and we're practicing using this one and things running differently with this thing and I don't know there's just it takes practice yeah right? like it's it just does. Organized, not automatically I like to use sports analogies a lot too but <laughs> I mean it's just like you're not you got to take a lot of swings in the cage before you get good at hitting pitches yeah it's not like it just so it's sort of the same thing in life and i think that's i don't know that's why i like to use the analogies a lot though because when we're talking about the realm of the spirit it's hard to wrap our mind about what the hell we're talking about mm -hmm. um but with physical you know it's easy to get or when we talk about spiritual fitness in the 10th step and like one through nine get us to that level of spiritual fitness but you know I, I, a lot of times with a new guy i'll use a getting in shape analogy like what do you do you don't just go sit in the gym and watch other people work out or listen to them talk about working out for an hour every day right like we have to go do things yeah so the same thing sort of applies here and like you know all of these things are practices yeah spiritual practices and they just take and you know i mean sometimes they sometimes i get it and sometimes i learn by doing it the incorrect way but yep a lot of times lately, lately, I guess what I've been experiencing is like, um, you know, the, t the book talks about there's no way of getting rid of self without God's help, mm -hmm. you know, and that God does that for us is the thoughts that have been coming into my head have really been changed and far less self-serving. And it's just like it's starting to happen in my head before I talk. A new thought will come in and say, be considerate here or just listen here or this might be a time to you know, pay a compliment or something like that. Yeah. Those just are just completely like, it, those aren't me. Right. I don't need their way to explain it. Like uh, never in my life have those been natural thoughts for me. Right. <laughs> and like now they're starting to come in. I've been, but I've been noticing when they've been coming in lately and I'm like, oh man, that's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. I like it. And I think the more that happens, I, like I end up, I used to always use the term like my default setting is, selfish and self-seeking and full of fear and stuff yeah. and like my default setting is changing now where like not i i genuine generally i'm a pretty nice guy now yeah. and i i i know what to do again we were kind of talking about this on sunday but like i know for the most part i like i know what to do now it's not like this foreign concept where i'm like oh fuck yeah. what do i do yeah. well uh what's gonna work out for me and then i do that it's like Oh no, like I kind of know how to navigate life a little bit now. And that's that promise that it gradually becomes a, a working part of the mind, right? Given a couple of things. There's a couple of like conditions prior to that. I think one is like like if we have the right attitude and work towards it. Mm -hmm. And that means, you know, I've got to, you know, practice it like we are just talking about and I've got to persevere and I've got to sit down and do it when it doesn't feel right and sit down and do it when it does feel like I got something for it. But it's this gradual thing that then eventually... I just start becoming a different person. And then it starts happening naturally on its own. Yeah, and like for a while it's like, oh, oh yeah, I need to do this instead, right? It's like a conscious idea, like, oh, I need to do this instead. Yes. And now that that's not there, it's just like, oh, I just did that instead. I didn't need to like pause and think and be like, is this the right thing to do? Yeah, it is. Okay, now I'll do that. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's just what I do now. Yes. And that's, it's cool to have that experience. Sometimes I'm, I'm still lately. The other thing that's been happening and that I'm thinking 
of is like the thing, the intuitive thought will come into my head and then I'll push it out and mm-hmm. I'm like, no, and then it'll come back and I'm like, <laughs> but now like what's happening is like, wait, dude, you've, you've learned your lesson from this. Like just do the intuitive thing. It doesn't make, cause it doesn't make sense a lot of times. I don't know what, I don't yeah. know why. Like today it was to stop and sort down and I was like, and sometimes I did that and absolutely nothing happened. And I don't know why I did it, but like, well, A, then I'm probably getting paid to do it that way. But, <laughs> but right. anyway, like, and so, um, yeah, so like lately what's happening too is when that intuitive thought comes in and, and then I push it out and then I want to argue with it, like I'm going back and doing it because I don't want to not do it. I don't want to have the, oh, dang it, now I it makes sense. That. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. well, I remember when I really started doing that a lot, like starting to, uh, you got to sneeze. No, my face is just Uh-oh. itchy. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I was just waiting for you to be like, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, this might be an off the podcast story about a sneeze the other day. (laughs) But um, yeah, I noticed, um, I remember when that started happening where I would get that intuitive thought and then made the decision to to follow it. And like, I I try to do that all the time now. And there's still times I waver, of course. Like intuitive thought is like, I should just buy this truck. And I'm like, oh, fucking no, (laughs) man. I'm full of fear. I don't want to. So I keep pushing that one off, but it keeps coming back. And then like today I was, I got to your house a little early and I didn't even think about it. And all of a sudden I'm looking at trucks. Like it was just like this, what's happening? And then I'm like, look at that truck. And then I'm like, no. That's the mental obsession, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A mental blank spot. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at it. Before a you know it, you just got a drink in your hand. Yeah, yeah. Thank God that's not the problem right. anymore. But, but yeah, so. And the other thing I talk to a lot with sponsees when we start getting later into like living life after we've kind of done the first part of the work is like um, it, it says, and this is one of my favorite lines in, in the 11th step part of the literature is it says we might pay for this. In all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. And and that sounds like a negative thing, but to me it's like that's the growth. Is I I either trust the I trust the intuitive thought and sometimes it's wrong because like I'm I'm growing. So like I'm not always gonna be inspired and have the perfect thought and follow that and life's gonna work out great, right? Like today that might have been completely pointless. Yeah. Or it might have been ex- exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But like, what's cool is sometimes that happens, and and the more I do that, the more I trust that intuitive thought. Like it, it, it ends up just being the way I am now and how I live life. Uh, but I used to let fear, yeah, prevent me from trusting it. Be- yeah. Same exactly what I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. The truck. Well, like, like logic always wants to get get yeah. its get its head in there, and it, um, I don't want to get too like into the weeds or weird, but like, I don't know. While maybe my last time in sobriety, I sort of realized that there's this thing going on between like um, uh, this constant back and forth between what I'll call like basically my soul and my ego. Mm. If that makes any sense mm-hmm. and they're often not on the same page, mm-hmm. you know, and the ego's job is to protect me. And that's that voice that says, no, don't buy that truck. And here's all the reasons why you shouldn't. Yeah. And then there's like that of me that is born of the divine and that's soul. And that's the, the thing that, uh, the fundamental, uh, fundamental idea that's inside all of us and that inner resource. Right. And, like that's the thing. And it's just this, uh, I guess 
I guess that's this uh, ripple effect of like, okay, well, I can trust intuition in these simple areas of my life, and then now I can trust intuition in these bigger, larger areas mm-hmm. of my life. And now I've got a major decision, and can I trust intuition in this area of my life? But there's this all, all the time back and forth that goes on. Yeah. Or if, if you read the book Untethered Soul, it talks, talks about it, right? Like I was like... um. I need to right, read that yeah, still. Right when I got back from Mexico, I was listening to it in the mornings, and I'd be like, and hardly able to retain anything. Right. But you know, I talked about like, you know, like what what is the which which is the which is the right voice? I mean, if there's two going back and forth mm-hmm. in here, which is the right one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can go pretty far down with that one. I here. was listening to. Um, I think you've read this or listened to it. I I. I even talked to you about it, but I just started listening to the happiness hypothesis. Yeah. Did you listen to that? I listened to some of it, but I just spent a lot of money on a bike and he got to the chapter where he's talking about like, if you want to buy happiness, buy time. Yeah. Don't spend that money on possessions. Spend that money on a vacation with your family. You're not going to remember that thing, but Mm -hmm. you will remember that trip to Aspen or right whatever and i just spent a lot of money on a bike and i was like you fucking idiot (laughs) so then you stopped listening i I had so much anxiety so like i'm giving you shit about buying this truck yeah but i get it yeah (laughs) that bike i finally feel like i've been riding it and earned it but yeah Yeah. so anyway but (laughs) in that he's talking about that there's like three voices there's the ego the super ego and the id or whatever and that i would the same thing and it's like how do you de- decipher what it is and then like know what to do and how to keep the it in check and the super ego at bay and uh, it was it's interesting cuz yeah. i've just i guess you know like i like to seek but like we're talking about seeking i like to seek but one thing i've noticed is that i'm i do stuff without a agenda like a result in mind yeah now you know what i mean like for me i don't go to the gym as much as i was at first but like i go to the gym and i run and stuff because i just enjoy it and i'm not like i'm gonna be fucking shredded like channing tatum or whatever or like oh i read outside literature because like i just am interested and i'm learning and i'm growing but it's not like so i can use this knowledge to go fucking backhand people and with my knowledge or whatever you know no i think i'm going through that with the exercise because at first i was like um I think it all started out was, you know, I was lifting three times a week and then I was like, I need to add some cardio, but I really hate doing those things. And yeah. so then I got a bike and then that led to that anyway. And then I was like, I needed a sort of some motivation to do those things. And that's how that whole triathlon thing got started yeah. anyway and challenged. But then I was like really unsure, like, what am I going to do when that gets over? But then this morning I was back at the pool because it's good for me and I like it when I'm done. Yeah. So, there is no motive at this point to be doing it. And Other than it feels good. Yeah, yeah. which is completely a- a- abnormal for me because mm-hmm. if I'm doing something, it's to gain a result. I mean, that's just human nature, though. Right. I, I, what I struggle with is I was so, like, especially when I got strung out and so timid, like, I just had no self-confidence, no self-esteem, no anything. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, just a, f- a fraudulent, double-life-leading loser. Right. And so then... Then when I got sober and I like was like, oh, I can make goals and accomplish them. Then the lid started came off there for a while where I was like, I'm fucking taking over the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to get mine in life. Like, you know, this is like I was like, I wasted my formative years being a pussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I've got <laughs> now I've got like some drive in me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just um, 
probably redirecting that drive towards things without agendas. Yeah. Like, the reason why we're doing this podcast is because we want to do a podcast. Not, and that, hey, if something cool came out of it, then that would be cool. But we're just doing it without the agenda. Right. And it feels good. And like yeah. in, like we were saying, like, oh, it's not the biggest fucking podcast in the world, but it's like, it's bigger than I thought it would be, honestly. It's, I'm so like, Dude, it's doing better than I thought yeah. it would. I'm a crazy person. We're huge in Argentina, by the way. Yeah. And Mexico. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's doing good, like, on its own, you know, and we just keep doing it. We just keep sitting down yeah. and putting out content, and it's cool. Like, and tonight's a good example of that because I don't think either one of us wanted to work too sold on sitting down here and talking right. about nothing but here we are however many minutes in and like i'm completely engrossed in the conversation we're having and yeah hopefully what well hopefully what happens is people are going to listen and be like oh yeah i can completely relate to what those guys are talking about right like, that's the idea right exactly and some of it you know like we some of it is comes out of 12-step experience but i think i think it's again important to just for me like it's not that the 12-step gambit's the only thing that teaches this stuff. Yeah. Like, I think people just, some people just know how to do this stuff or don't, and they're not alcoholic or a drug addict, but they, they're struggling with shit, and it's cool. Like, I, I found a, a solution that works through the 12 steps, but, you know, some of it's just life experience, and that's why I like this podcast because we can just talk about our life experience and shit that we're reading and things that we're doing that are, like, helping us grow. And yeah. I th- hopefully people will be like, fuck, I want to do that or I'm doing that and I love that other people are doing it too. Yeah, it's that thing that gets, I guess, that um, gets the engine cranking. But yeah. like, you know, what we're talking about is spiritually principled living. Yeah. Whatever somebody can get to to get to that, like then just whatever vessel they can use to get get there, then get there, mm-hmm. right? But like um, um, a girl I was went, went, went to high school with, um, had um, there was a, a girl that had some <clears throat> physical limitations that needed a recumbent bike and so this girl got her a recumbent bike and I saw it on Facebook and it was just really cool and um, but like there was a there was a time in my life where I would have seen that story and um, wanted to mock her mm-hmm. for doing that and throw some hate her way because like because I felt so terrible about myself, right. right? And now it's her doing that. Those are the people that inspire me. I'm yeah. Because like, um, she seems like a pretty busy person too. Now I barely knew her back in high school, nor even less now. But like, she seems like a pretty bu- busy person. And then she's out here also doing this, you know, giving kind of work and, and raising money for that. And I'm just like, I mean, these are the things that inspire me today. Like I mm-hmm. like, I like, we talk about, I talk about the doers all the time, you know, and, but it's really the doers and the goers and the getters and in a way that's spiritually principled too, yeah. not in a way that's trying to crush the com- competition, but she was doing that because she saw a need to fill. And that girl that got that bike, was, I watched the video was super psyched about it. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, Oh man, like I can step up my game and I can be more. Yeah, I see that and I am like, where the fuck do people people just naturally know how to do that? And they innately know what to do. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that before getting sober, like that was just not my way of life. No. So it just blows my mind. Like I remember watching a dude one time at work making amends, and he's not in the program or anything, but like he fucked something up, and then like went to that person, and I was just sitting there and watched him like, hey. The way I talked to you was wrong. 
uh, I, I definitely shouldn't have done that. What can I do to make it right? And you have my word that I won't do that again. And I was like, where the fuck did that guy <laughs> learn that? What's like, going on? That's better than anything I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But you, you just pretend that shit didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe scowl at the guys. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or yell at him again. Yeah. Like, really let him know. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just blown away by it because it's just like not spiritually principled living is not where I was at. And to watch other people do it, I'm like, fuck, that's so cool. And that's the stuff I'm inspired by today as well is just watching people do it and live that way of life. It's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's just amazing the difference of perspective I have on life towards what I did before. And I just, um, sometimes I just shake my head and it's okay. I mean, I needed to have that experience of, um, I don't know, being lost in the woods, I guess. <laughs> you know? That's all I can say is because I, I just think of some of the things and the attitudes I used to have and I'm just like, holy shit, what, mm-hmm. what a... I was pretty miserable, man. Like, yeah. pretty miserable inside and out, physically and mm-hmm. mentally and uh, emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. Just pretty miserable all around. Yeah. And then to, uh, I guess, have the thoughts that I get to have today. And I don't know. It's good shit. Yeah. We're very, very lucky. Yeah. It's awesome. How many minutes have we talked We're about? We're at 41, dude. Wow. I was going to ask you, has been, has, and maybe I shouldn't ask. Yeah. Oh, you might as well do it. Well, now. no, I would. Yeah, I was. Oh. I was just thinking. Um, has the podcast made your meeting life more dull? Has it made my meeting life more dull? Yeah. Like I'm having a bit of a rough go. Yeah, because we get like in depth in here. And yeah, get to have rock stars, and then and I'm just jacked up, and like yeah. I love talking to people, and we're it's uh, this long format talk where we can get into some shit is just, and then uh, I don't know, I'm trying to find like I was at a meeting last night and was just like, yeah, let's yeah. get to the good shit. Yeah, let's, like, let's get to yeah, it. and I don't want to do that. That's that's yeah. why I'm asking is like because I don't want to be in that mindset where I'm like this isn't fulfilling or what's the purpose anymore but it really hasn't for me but then again i don't have much of a meeting that's why it's like well maybe i should yeah yeah like and um i don't yeah i don't know and that's the one thing i had a guy that i was sponsoring and i you know like had said hey uh you know like i need you to i think it would be a good idea for you to try and get out there and get outside of just our meeting and then i was telling you about that and you were like you were telling him to do that (laughs) (laughs) you know it was just one of those things where it was just Right, and I'm like, ah, oh, I got to get out there, you know, and mm-hmm. get outside of my meeting, and then, uh, and then still haven't. But you know, to answer the question, it has not. But then again, I always enjoy my home group too. Yeah, like it usually has some pretty good substance. I think. Yeah, it does, and my home group does too. And that's where I was. I just, I don't know. I feel a little. Uh, your puppy. I feel a little bit. Um, Yeah. And like recently I've just been on this thing where I'm just like, just do the thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> And that's like everything I've said over the last four meetings I've been to in the last two weeks or whatever is like, oh yeah, just do the thing. Just give it a go. I don't really, I don't really have anything else. Just yeah. do it. Your sponsor talked about um, somebody that was from his um, cult of a home group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then that guy was a pretty, uh, that guy would definitely pull no punches and he would tell it like it is and, 
And he's, he was telling me one time, because I was asking about him, and that gentleman, he said when he got to the end, was just like, just, I don't care about anything else. Just whatever you do, just try the just try it. Yeah. Just try just go through the work. Mm-hmm. Just try the 12 steps. If nothing else, just try that. Like, yeah. That's basically what he'd got to. What a message, though. Yeah, right. Because that's, I mean, and I'm nowhere near that guy, but that's what I've been, like, over the last few weeks, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, we can come up with this crazy idea of all of this shit, or we can just try to do the thing, and, like, that's what I think we should ju- We should just do it. Like, just do it. <laughs> like, do it, and then share our experience of it. Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> Psycho. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's, uh... But, yeah, I was just asking that, but... No, I, I, I really... I don't want to say I need to. I don't want to hear an, um, share an opinion about what I think I need to do. I mean, but it'd be a good idea for me to get out into the 12-step community... I'm certain yeah, of that. That would be a great idea, dude. Just uh, what happens is, is I'm like, uh, well, so I'll just be completely honest since that's what we're supposed to be doing here. Is like I, I had this um, thing where I was getting off like after seven every night, and I was mm-hmm. like, God damn it, I just need to get off a little bit earlier, and then I could do some of this. And then like one night a week, I would get off earlier, and I'd be like, man, I'm not wasting my one early night mm-hmm. in a goddamn meeting. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'd be like, I'm gonna go home and be with my wife. But then she would find something in there that she was watching, and I'd watch, you know, baseball out here. And then I'm like, well, I didn't really do anything. <laughs> and then last week I was off early all week through some roundabout round. I don't know, dumb luck, God, I don't know. Right. And then I was like, I didn't do anything with my extra time. And so then I started to have the realization that I have no clue what's best for me. Yeah. <laughs> and so like I I have all, I just need to stop trying to. Come up with the plan. Yeah. Just stop thinking about what I think my life, my life might need to look like in order for me to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, that's not working for me. Yeah, yeah. Just participate. Yeah. Yeah. That's much easier said than done though. Yeah. Yeah. I try to, um, I have a lot of, uh, like I stick to a pretty regimented schedule just cause I too have a, 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 a lot going on. And so, but what I'm finding now is I'm kind of like, well, maybe I need to change it up. Maybe I need to do something different because what? I'm just like Monday, I go meet with the sponsee and then go to the treatment center meeting. And then Tuesday, I meet with the sponsee and go to my home group. And then Wednesday, I meet with the sponsee and my sponsor. And like, it's yeah. just like very regimented right. and all of that is after work. And so it's like, I don't know. I'm like, I think I need to do something different. So I yeah. think I'm going to spread my little wings and okay. go check out a couple other things. Yeah. So maybe you should too. Okay. That'd be cool. Yeah. We can start going together, dude. What? Like around here to other... You and I haven't been in a meeting that's not your home group. Or your arm group. in Or my home group in like a year, I bet. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. So are you talking about like... um like unfamiliar grounds, like daytime meetings? Or oh, God, no. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, my it's home group is expanding and launching a noon meeting. Oh, okay. And it's starting next Wednesday, oh. and I'm going to chair it. So oh. so I am going to participate in that next week. Okay. But, um, yeah, I was thinking, like, just try something. Okay. Megan had a good idea. We might go. I'll talk to you after this. But okay. Yeah, it'd be cool. But, yeah, enough about meetings. Jesus. Uh, That's probably the longest we've talked about meetings in 23 episodes. I know. It's not, it's just, uh, you know, some, I don't know. It's a part of my life today, though. Like, I don't try to shy away from it, but it's not the part of my life. Yeah. 
And I just have to be honest about that's just not my favorite part of the deal. Yeah. I do like to um I like I like when a person starts to come around. Like I, I, I hate the awkwardness of the first few meetings, mm-hmm. but I like when they start to come around. And not just with not just with the guys I work with too. Like um Ryan's you know, our friend Ryan that's been on the podcast a couple of times, he works with a lot of guys and I've seen a couple of his guys really start to like realize that th- that their thinking is the problem. Yeah. And they're really starting to come around and have that realization and it's just like yeah, <laughs> I'm just like I like to watch that shit. I do too. Yeah. And I could care less about other shit mm-hmm. I, i'm very similar in that aspect too yeah but yeah it's uh the podcast just jacks me up yeah and so then everything else i'm like Neh. i was catching quite a bit of resistance tonight like i was like full yeah you did not want to do it uh, i was uh, i was like are we well you called me yeah. and then you were kind of like oh well, <laughs> well i don't know i you said we agreed we would but well, what happened was, was, I was like, all right, well, you guys decided if you had a reasonable night off of work this week, you would do it. And then that happened today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and then my wife is at a school function. So it worked so out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's clearly, I'm clearly supposed to sit down and record this fucker yeah. tonight. But then all of the resistance in me was trying to find a way out. Yeah. Plus, I think we set the tone. If we only do one a week, then it's really easy to start bailing on another yeah. one. And then we're, we're quitting. We're amateurs. I know. And Amateurs. you and I are professionals. We're going pro, man. Fuck yeah. But yeah, all right. What else you got? Anything? We're 50 minutes in now, dude. I think oh, that's pretty that's good. good. Yeah, that is good. Um I don't think any I don't think anything else, man. Like I um I wish we could get some feedback. I'm wondering if other people like I'm guessing they do based on the intimate conversations we've had, but Man, sometimes I'm killing the mornings and I'm just sucking at the evenings. And I think I keep thinking like evenings would be a good time for me to start journaling if I'm ever. I'd like to just, you know, I don't know, write a couple of paragraphs about my day. But you should write your memoirs. Yeah, everybody's gonna want to know the story someday. Yeah, the title, the functioning junkie. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Anyway, so I'm just wondering if other if people like, uh, but but based on everybody I've ever talked to that's done a regular eleven step, at some point they struggle with one point or some of it, or sometimes they do all of it. And so I was just wondering, you know, if people out there have experience with struggling with the morning part of the evening part of the during the day part. That's all of the eleven step. Yeah, maybe we'll get some feedback. Maybe that's a good ask. We're asking for feedback. If you participate in the 11th step of the program or you have morning prayer meditation structure, do you struggle with it? Because I was going to say I should, but I hate that word. Should. Yeah. Yeah. We don't live in shoulds anymore. Yeah. I, you know, what make, makes it worse is when somebody says that word to me like you should. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the worst. I so I have a buddy that works in uh, for a media company back east. I think he listens. Actually. Yeah, he does. We yeah. I see him on. Well, I mean, we don't know it's him, but I see someone back east that listens yeah. to a lot and of his them. Shout out to that listens. dude. Yeah, and um, and uh, oh, I was telling him, I was like, I fucking hate these headlines of three things you need to know about, five things you should learn, five things you should know, eight things we learned from, and I'm like, are you? fucking i hate those headlines it's like they're talking down to me i'm like you don't know what i should know you don't know what fuck you i'm not reading your article but now they're in now they're invading like um 
like print media too. Yeah. It used to just be on the interwebs, mm-hmm. but now like my local paper will have five things you need to know about. I'm like, nope. Really? I don't need to know about that. Oh, Thanks for telling me I need to know. Fuck yes, dude. I bought some Girl Scout cookie dough from a guy that his daughter came in trying to sell cookie dough, so I bought some. Yeah. It's in. Oh. I just got a text saying it's mm. in. The great. They call that the slow death. <laughs> cookie dough? Type two. I love fucking cookie dough, dude. Type two. I don't eat very much cookie dough, but Megan is going to be fucking... Oh, Megan's going to be so excited. Type two. She's going to be on the fucking Stairmaster tomorrow like a crazy person after eating all that cookie dough. Yeah. Just Stairmaster and her face off. But that'll be cool. You know, just one more thing before we go. Shoot. When I run into people that I know at the gym, I don't know how to have a conversation because, like, at some point... Like, they might be trying to kill a workout, and I don't really want to go in the middle of their cardio thing. But then I see them all the time. Like, when I see you or I mm-hmm. see Megan at the gym or other people that I see all the time, I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, I should come talk to you because I see you all the time. But also, I see you all the time, so what the fuck am I going to say to you at the gym? Yeah, you and I always talk to each other, but yeah. I don't. I'm so fucking bad at social settings, <laughs> dude. Don't even ask me what to do. I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm just like, mm, I don't know who you are. Uh, just act like I... Because I'm just uncomfortable. You're like Ricky Bob. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know what to do with my hands. They just keep raising. I don't know what to do. What, what, what do I do? They push them down. They just keep coming up. All right. Well, yeah. If you, if anybody wants to give us feedback, that would be cool. I understand if you don't, though, because I've never given feedback yeah. to a show in my entire life. So. I know. I think after this podcast, I'm like, wait, maybe I should start re- reaching out to people that are looking for feedback. Yeah. What kind of fucking crazy idea. Well, the other thing is, as I received several texts, message the morning of that triathlon wishing me well and i was just the nicest thing i was just like oh my god these people are so nice who thinks about i because i never shut the fuck up yeah i'm like i should start doing this when people have a life event coming up i should acknowledge yeah it dude and wish them well i reached out to you i yeah. mine was great it too. was too it was the first one i got was it yeah and i was like, I, I don't remember what i said but i know it was awesome yeah you told me to run like the wind and Oh, I said swim like a dolphin, run like the wind, and ride a bike like Lance that's fucking Armstrong. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> On EPO, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Full like, EPO'd up. Yeah. Like seven-time Tour de France winner. <laughs> yeah. Not with one nut. <laughs> that kind of Lance. Yeah, that kind of EPO yeah. pumping in my veins. I <laughs> yeah. can't even sit still. He's done more with one nut than I could do with three, dude. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I don't care if he's on EPO. Yeah, they all are, man. They yeah. all are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, if you want to reach out, what's our email address, Aaron? Oh, it's it's recoveredafpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And so, yeah, let us know about your 11th step or don't. Yeah, and you can leave like a review on, uh, on the, like if you listen on the Apple Podcast app, you can leave a review yeah. on there and... That would be cool. We've had a few people comment yeah. and leave leave reviews. And that really good one out of California. Yeah, we're shout fucking, out to that dude again. Ooh, we're so huge in California and Mexico. <laughs> yeah, dude. How is that <laughs> happening? I don't even know anyone in California. But yeah, uh, thank you for listening, Marty. Uh, good job. We knocked that sucker out. Hell yeah. <laughs>